It's time for Stars on Sports, a podcast radio show dedicated to sharing stories about our athletic program at Lansing Community College. LCC Athletics has a strong tradition. 23 national championship wins. Over 170 All-Americans. 19 MCCAA All-Sports trophies. Stars on Sports will introduce you to individuals that have contributed to our program's success and give you the backstory on what it takes to develop it. We'll also dive into and break down the topics and issues facing athletic departments across the nation and right here at LCC. This is Stars on Sports. Hello and welcome to another episode of Stars on Sports. Today I'm joined by our assistant AD and baseball coach Stephen Cutter. First thing I want to talk about Stephen is our facility. LCC has invested in our athletic program and over the length of this podcast we've been in temporary offices and over the last week we have moved into our renovated offices on the fourth floor and just very exciting for our department. Still getting settling in, still figuring out things up there, paths, what works, what doesn't work, still have some walls to decorate. But as we move up there, one of the neat things for me throughout this process is LCC did a lot of the work on their own, our electricians, our painters, our plumbing, and talking to them how a lot of them are youth coaches or, or coaches in general and just love sports. They just took such good care of us and put a lot of nice touches up there it is going to pay off long term for us in recruiting and efficiency and effectiveness talking to one coach a veteran coach and i'll quote coach ingram on this he gets up there and hadn't seen it throughout the process and said it feels like a department now instead of a bunch of offices and again that's a tribute to our architects and the people involved in the committee that met throughout to really give us something to be proud up there. And we still got a lot of work to do to make it home and our own and, and get student athletes up there. But not many people know we're on the fourth floor of the Gannon building. We're up there all by ourselves. When I first started here, I hit the fourth floor in the elevator and, and the lady said, you must be the athletic director. I think, how'd you know that? She goes, no one goes to the fourth floor. Um, and we want people up there. We were currently uh, stored on the first floor, which was fun because there was a lot more traffic and interaction down there. And we got right. to meet some new departments. I believe you're as excited as me to be up there and make that home for many years and, and celebrate. Our goal throughout this process was one, to create a space of collaboration, but also a space to celebrate our, our rich history, which that's probably the work we have yet to move forward is to add that piece to it. But I think the foundation is there for a good start for our department. I think it's, it's really exciting, not only for coaches for yourself and it's been a lot of work obviously we're trying to move we're trying to get things to work a lot of brand new stuff it's really exciting but if you step back and think about what's really important it's the student athletes or the students here and it's the people here we have multiple areas on the fourth floor now that are just really conducive to coming up getting away from the crowds that you might see and it's a great place where you can study and, and you can kick back, you can read or, or whatever it might be. But there's really three areas that are super conducive to that. And that's something that we haven't had in the past. 
anytime that you're a student or a student athlete here, there's going to be some downtime in between practices or study tables or whatever it might be. And to have another area that student athletes can go to is incredible. And that was our main focus throughout that was to keep the spotlight in the space on student athletes. Obviously, it houses our coaches' offices, but just the natural lighting in there because all our natural lighting was a storage room in the past. And now that's the main congregation area for our student athletes is where, thought, where all the natural lighting is. You have some nice windows in your office too now. I do. I get to overlook the gym now where my old office had the scoreboard on the other side. So every time they ring the buzzer, it, I mean, it was loud in my office. I'm like, whoa, wake me up. You know, so I, I've really benefited and I hope all our coaches do. And, and there, you know, there are pros and cons. All our equipment was built for our previous office and we got all new furniture, but the stuff that you collected and have. So now we're trying to figure out how it fits into your current office. Moving has never been a fun project for me, obviously, because I probably keep too much stuff and need to throw things away. To your point of the technology we have up there, the TV, the monitors, you know, that we developed so coaches could have productive meetings. We have a TV that the whiteboard that coaches can use for to instruct student athletes. So some very nice touches. Yeah, I talked about our painters and our electricians and our plumbing, but our, our technology people really hooked us up to help our coaches be more effective with instruction. You have a favorite part so far yet up there? Or? The moving's nothing new to me. I typically move every couple of years <laughs> anyway, so that it's fairly easy. But for the most part, I think the transition's been pretty good. Figuring out how to get everything working and, and get everybody up there's been a whole nother thing because there isn't a ton of direction of traffic. So Yes, we have some amazing areas for the student athletes, but a lot of them don't even know that it exists or it's open. I think we took our leadership group up there at some point, our student athlete advisory group, and we asked them, we were showing them how new and everything was. And we had about 12 people in that group at that point, and only one of them had been on the fourth floor ever before, you know? So there's a piece of that where we need to be able to show people like, hey, you know, this is what's here. And I, I know you, you have up your sleeve and open house coming down the road. With And I had the same experience with our shipping and receiving. I brought them up there and there were four people and only one had been up there before to see what it previous looked like. And even if you hadn't seen the space, the new space is incredible. It, it's very inviting and very open and just looks very cool. And, and we're not done because we will have an open house and we want to have like meetings like this, you know, remote podcasts up there or other student affair meetings come up and use our meeting spaces just to help them get familiar with our space. Because we have tried to show throughout our podcast here, but our time here, and I'm hoping you're not planning on moving anytime soon. So I'm going to keep working hard on preventing that from happening. But um, now we have a great space to host right. some of those events. And it fits in. I mean, if, if you walk into TLC or, or you walk into arts and sciences or the star zone or these different places, they are incredible. You walk outside, you have so many different areas that are just really nice and new. And now the athletic department is the same. So it's exciting. And that's a good point. LCC done an excellent job of 
investing in their infrastructure and the building, then there are a lot of great spaces on I mean, campus. The parking here. ramp. I think we got the best parking ramp in Lansing at this point. So I'm yeah. gonna argue we have the best parking lot in the state. I, yeah, I'm not a parking ramp person, but I am I've I feel seen, pretty I've seen good. You park before, so hey, yeah, you're right. uh, we talk about parking. <laughs> I was out of the lines again today. I I walk out and then I look, I, I get back in my car, turn it on and move and park more. Oh. You, you held me accountable and back, I am doing better. Backside of the story, I was leaving one day had to practice and I look and there's Greg's car parked in like two parking spaces, prime spots, no less. So I, t I took a picture and I was like, you know, there's lines for a reason, you know, and so he, he's working on it. So, so Greg is the guy I yell at every time I pull into a parking space, right? Yeah. I'm not that bad. I don't take two <laughs> spots, but I was definitely can't. over the line and you, they're not very so big So the next line. person that pulled into his right side would not have been able to get out of their door. They would have had to get out the passenger door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And he actually used bottom third in my in my of my driving ability. I mean, I just had that the other day where I had to walk sideways to get yeah. to my door. Yeah. So yeah, was, you're probably parked next to Greg's. <laughs> well, I'm I'm, the, I'm perfect the, the two times that you told me. I and I mean right down the middle, and I have a smaller car than you do, and you yeah. do well. So I do not want to be one of those people. I don't get mad. I don't judge. I don't get right. mad at those people. Right. Probably the the biggest challenge of that ramp is the narrowness of the parking spots but other than that it is a beautiful facility again we just went through a basketball season in the Gannon building and parking was as probably as easy as it's ever been you know whenever we host events one of the calls I get is where can I park and each floor is so big we have enough on the third floor that all our event people can park there and they walk right in we have beautiful monitors there that we worked with digital media to put announcements up there so they know where to go so and even if they don't you if you park on the first floor and you're trying to get to the third floor there's elevators right inside the doors that will take you to the third floor so it's really set up really well for even people that don't necessarily know where to park or where to go it's still super easy to get to where you need to get and it's huge i argue if you park at the northernmost end of the parking ramp i think the parking ramp on capitol is a closer walk than if you parked on the end really? of that parking ramp it's that long to me when it was closed I, we'd have to park on capitol sometimes and it's a nice little walk through campus I'm a distance runner, so I think I'm pretty good with distance. I'm pretty sure that that would be closer. I keep going up a level until it's you know closer to the building, and I'll take the stairs. But you know that parking ramp is a beautiful accessory to our athletic program, and and they're still working on it. I mean, you see every day. So just as we talk about our office isn't done, and even in your home, some things never get done. So it's a continuous work in progress. We'll learn some things that work and don't work that we might need to adjust over time but it's a great start and great to be up there did you answer what your favorite part was up there did you talk you were saying the three meetings very areas or yeah i think it's the areas for the student athletes okay me too i, I like the more the natural lighting I, I do like the congregation area that we have they really did take care of us and you know, as we talk about facilities they're so important in our business and we briefly touched on them in the past i mean as we head into the spring season you know we talked about weather in one of our previous podcasts and how important having nice facilities is and when i talk to our coaches and student athletes it's about respecting your facility and taking care of it and many of our student athletes have to take care of their own facility they're very important to what we do. Whenever we travel on the road, we always talk to our coaches and I try and go to many other facilities as I can, as I know you do too, and, and try and learn from them. What can we can and we can't do? And we're fortunate you know, to have either nice facilities that are school-owned or that we work with the city 
of Lansing. Um, I think we take for granted for facilities too much in our, in our world today. And going through this construction process has helped us appreciate more of what we have and, and even, you know, being off campus, playing some of our sports. It's good to be home. And as we head out into the spring season, getting facilities ready. You kind of mentioned that the spring season has started. And do you feel like, at least with your roles, is it more challenging now that the sports teams are outside versus winter season, that the teams are ideally in the gym? This year it was a little bit different because we were off site, but typically they're on site and typically your spring sports are off-site. So is that more challenging for you? It is more challenging. You know, even as we mentioned with the construction process, I have a window now that overlooks the gym so I can see what's going on. If they're missing something, I can tell. Once you're off-site, you're very independent of if you forget something or if you need to make another copy of something or if you need ice and water, you have to work with the city, like, you know, getting foul poles up or making sure bases are where they, we left them last spring. And our coaches do an excellent job of maintaining the facility, but definitely a significant challenge when facilities are farther away from your home base, which is our, our office area, just for a number of reasons. You know, I have coolers in my office that I mark to carry there and waters and stuff for the officials. And, yeah, maybe and, someday and school equipment. We've talked about the parking ramp a little bit, but maybe someday those parking lots that were used to be used all the time will, will get used for, uh, you know, some on-site athletic fields. We have a dream and we have a plan, and I, I believe the, the, the school has that same vision and plan. And I don't want to be greedy because we're just wrapping up a very nice renovation for the athletic department. My understanding is that is the goal of the college at least look into and invest sure. in some baseball and softball fields and even other facilities. I know we've had Mary Crows on here, and she would like a fitness center gym or another jugular right. gym or on campus too. And in our business, we're always trying to get better and be better and, and see what other people have and either become better than that. So it sometimes comes across greedy, but it's just almost a game or competition. When they come to LCC for an event, I want it to be the best community college event they went to in sports, that year. In sports, you see that everywhere. It's not just the college level, but it's a high school level as well. You know, if a school builds an incredible football stadium and is first one to put turf in, then everybody in the conference is, is trying to keep up. They're trying to uh, make upgrades to their stadium. The same thing happens in college. It doesn't matter what level you're at. At the junior college level right now, what's happening is video boards for, for baseball and, and softball, and those are going in in the south, and now other teams are trying to do the same. Before that, you'd only see video boards at minor yep. and major league stadiums. So it's, it's constantly trying to keep up, and that keeping up is not necessarily a greed thing. It's a way of recruiting. Yep. You know, whether it's a high school level or the college level, you're trying to get people to come to your campus, come to your college, your high school, whatever it might be, because you have really nice things to offer. And that's where athletics really drives that piece of it. It's marketing. You're right. It's recruiting and marketing. As we talk a number of times on this podcast about music and athletics, bringing people to campus, a lot of spectators come to our facilities and it, it's a marketing tool. It's it's a tool of branding for LCC of what they leave with. As I talked about, when our coaches go somewhere else, we can give a thumbs up or thumbs down. Well, what, was that facility nice or not? 
it's huge impression on when people come. I, and we get a lot of compliments when people come to our gymnasium, like this is a nice gym and we take good care of it. Our maintenance department keeps it clean and keeps it up to date. So everything is working because it's constant. Whether you're investing in new things such as technology and video boards, you still got to keep up on the bleachers and the scoreboards and, and lights that are in there. And we again got new lights and a new HVAC system in Gannon throughout this process to that go underrated, but it's a brighter gymnasium that makes people happier. It makes photographers happier. When I first started in the business, the parents got a job in the, that community and then they moved into that community. Over the last 10 years, we would get parents that would come visit us, come visit three other local schools, and then determine where they were moving to. And then their parent just worked in that general vicinity. So that changed. So you had why, to. But why? Why do you think that changed? Two things I think it changed. One is commuting. People are willing to commute more instead of just, you know, I move into the community where my kids go to school and I work there. Which is crazy because gas prices are insane. It's not like we've got really, really cheap gas prices where people are like, it's no big deal to drive. The maintenance of cars is a lot more, you know, get your oil changed or, you know, buy new tires. Everything is more expensive. So why are people willing to commute so much today versus maybe where they were 10 years ago? What's changed? The technology in the cars. I've in your truck, you're sitting in a lazy boy in there, you know, if, uh, if for an hour I could sit in that car and drive. And then the second thing is back to competition and, and even sports and music or even academic program. Parents are looking at where's the best one for my kid. If I'm a music kid, I might go to this school. If I'm an athletic kid, I might go to this school. If I'm a AP kid with more AP classes, I might go to this one because I can commute. So what drives that is people and facilities at the end of the day. And you've got to have really good people and you've got to have really good facilities. Otherwise, the people are not going to come there. They're not going to just get a job there and send their kids to school there. They're, they're going to look for who has the best people and who has the best facilities. And we're not just talking about sports, but in, in general. And that's why you see what you see today. And that's why things have changed so exponentially, even at the high school level. There are some incredible high school football fields. There's mm -hmm. an incredible high school softball and, yep. and baseball fields. And it's been driven by that piece of it. That's what attracts people. Yeah. They're building indoor facilities right now, multi-purpose indoor mm -hmm. facilities at the high school level. Football, spring sports, even additional winter sport mm -hmm. practice facility, though they've become a popular trend at the high school level. It's, I a, mean, it's a great thing to do, especially in, in a state like Michigan, where it's a cold weather state. It's a wonderful thing to do. Where I came from, Muskegon, they, they had just built one at, at Whitehall High School. And beautiful. Just an incredible facility. And 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 that's, that's what happens. You just have to adapt instead of complaining about how bad the weather is or how much rain we get in March or snow or whatever it is. I, I think Lansing just came in at like 50 some inches of snow so far for this winter, which is insane. I, you know, I moved from Muskegon to kind of get away from that a little bit. But instead of complaining about it, people are building facilities and stuff, whether it's just turf or these indoor places that kind of mitigates everything. And that's ahead of the curve kind of thinking. Dadali, I just think we got a meteorology report on this podcast <laughs> and from sponsored by Lansing Baseball, Lansing Stars Baseball. But very that's an interesting point. Now we're not gonna talk long about weather that preview, but it does seem like the middle of the state got hit harder, like that kind of bell curve here this winter more than the other parts of the yeah. state. And I was in some of the other parts of the state, and they did not have the snow yeah. that we had, which goes back to impacting us as we try and 
open up outdoors, you know, running track, baseball and softball in the coming weeks. Yeah, I think everybody's above average, even uh, places like Grand Rapids, I think top three or four snowiest winters of all time, you know, so. And you know why that is? I'm going to give you another meteorology. I read this, I'm not 100% sure, but so it said it's that. Farmer's be- Almanac? So. Um, yeah, but because the, because the Great Lakes didn't freeze when they don't freeze, yeah. there's more precipitation right. because there's water there and it like, picks it up and brings it over the, the land. So that causes more snow when, when the when the Great Lakes don't freeze early. Stars I, on weather. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We could spend it's all a new day, show. We could spend all day talking about Michigan weather and the good, bad and, and stay out of the politics of climate change. Well I wasn't planning to spend the whole time talking about facilities, but it was a nice conversation that led a to different places and again thank you lcc and tim martz and and for you know providing us with a brand new space up on the fourth floor in the gannon building and for those people yes. out there listening come and visit us and for you sure. know we'll greet you with open arms and and share with you how happy we are at being being a star Stars on Sports is recorded live at the WLNZ studios. Engineering and production assistance are provided by Didalian Lowry. You can listen to this episode and other episodes of Stars on Sports on demand at lccconnect.org. To find more information about our athletic program, visit lccstars.com. Thanks for listening. Go Go Stars! Stars.